Hey everybody, first off, before we get going, I want to say to you, happy Thanksgiving, because regardless of whatever's going on in this world, um, listen, uh, we give our thanks to the Lord, we praise Him, God has everything under control, even if we seem to think, I'm not so sure about that. Listen, God is in full control. Everything is going exactly as He has determined, and He gives us the Bible to tell us the direction that things are going to go, the things we would experience until Jesus comes. And let me tell you, Jesus is coming. Uh, so again, happy Thanksgiving, uh, but let's get started. Oh, by the way, one more thing. I want to encourage you, please subscribe to this YouTube channel. If you haven't yet, also like and share this. And also you can find me on Facebook, you can find me on Instagram, and I am on Parlor. On Parlor, I'm at Real Tom Hughes. Uh, with that, uh, let's get going. Let's consider the current state of lockdowns for our Thanksgiving uh, weekend and uh, the celebrations that we want to have. Uh, think about this as we think about coronavirus. Elon Musk had sent out this tweet about a week ago. He says something extremely bogus is going on was tested for covid four times today two tests came back negative two came back positive same machine same test same nurse you look at this and you think well what in the world is going on i want you to consider this this is elon musk apparently that was from november 12th so a couple of weeks back uh, but think of this um, elon musk is one of the most powerful richest men in the entire world on the whole planet and yet he is saying uh, two came back negative two came back positive hmm something bogus is going on he had a whole lot of pushback on the internet because of that and on twitter because of that but i want you to consider this as powerful as rich as he is i'm reminded of the words from revelation chapter 13 when the beast the antichrist comes on the scene the bible tells us that the world is going to say who can make war against the beast in other words who can stop him you can't fight against this thing that's happening i want you to consider some of the things that are going on even elon musk seems powerless against these current world events that are taking place something is behind this that's driving all of these things consider what's going on in the state of California, not just California, but many other states. As we go into Thanksgiving, we're told uh, you can't meet in your home, you gotta meet outside, only so many people are allowed to come over to your house. Everybody has to wear masks, you gotta wear gloves, everything has to be served in self, in a, a to-go containers for Thanksgiving. And uh, if somebody has to use the bathroom, the bathroom has to be sanitized between each person. You're hearing these things, you're going, this is absolute nuts. Listen, this isn't a law. And these things that we are hearing that are happening here in California and in many other parts of the nation, it's not that they are laws, but people are acting as if they are, and they are telling on their neighbors. They're ratting them out. Uh, they're, they're doing citizen shaming. They're doing it online. Uh, they're doing it in person. They're doing it in stores. You see somebody that gets arrested at a Costco because their son wasn't wearing a mask, and, and somebody else gets written up because they breathed on somebody, and apparently it was some kind of an assault a violation you look at this and you go what in the world is going on people are policing people 
the leaders of the world have done an incredible job of not passing any laws, but still changing the way the entire world works. Listen, consider this and consider again what Revelation says when the Antichrist comes on the scene where the people will say, who is able to make war against him? Who is able to escape from his regime? You, you, you can't do anything about it. You just got to go along with it. Consider this. Former Pfizer vice president says lockdowns were a mistake. YouTube forcibly removes his video. It's like nobody has any power. We have the censorship that's going on. In fact, well, the people who do have the power are, are people at the top that are making these decisions. I'll tell you one thing. Satan is absolutely masterful in the way that he's been able to manipulate the world through fear and get the world to just comply to these insane lockdowns that we are going through again. And then consider this. This is from uh, Dr. J. I'm not sure I'm going to say his name correctly, Bachara. He's a professor of medicine at Stanford University. And Stanford is a rather left-leaning university, but he went through various things regarding the facts of the numbers regarding coronavirus and how it's not as deadly as we once thought it was way back in March. And the leaders know it, the, the people in medicine know that it's not as deadly. So what in the world is going on? And I want you to consider this. Under the understanding, I want you to think of this. It was not too long ago, just a few years past, where there were certain people, one of the Pope's representatives, that said, we need population control. There's too many people on the planet. As you read some of the climate change laws, there's too many people on the planet. The, the thought behind it, when you read it, it seems that what they're implying is you need to eliminate some of the people from this planet. And it starts to make you wonder why certain things are taking place. Consider this from uh, this professor of medicine at, at Stanford University. He said this, the widespread lockdowns that have been adopted in response to COVID are unprecedented. Lockdowns have never been before been tried as a method of disease control, nor were these lockdowns part of the original plan. The initial rationale uh, for lockdowns was that slowing the spread of the disease would prevent hospitals from being overwhelmed. It became clear before long that this was not a worry. Uh, in the U.S. and in most of the world, hospitals were never at risk for being overwhelmed, yet the lockdowns were kept in place, and this is turning out to have deadly effects. Consider this. Those who dare to talk about the tremendous economic harms that have followed from the lockdowns are accused of heartlessness. Economic considerations are nothing compared to saving lives, they are told. So I'm not going to talk about the economic effects. I'm going to talk about the deadly effects on health, beginning with the fact that the UN has estimated, get this, that 130 million additional people will starve this year as a result of the economic damage resulting from the lockdowns. 130 million million additional people. Why, when the virus is not as deadly as they used to tell us it was going to be? In fact, it's never, it hasn't reached anywhere near those numbers. In the last 20 years, we've lifted 1 billion people worldwide out of poverty. This year, we're reversing that progress to the extent it bears repeating that an estimated 130 million more people will starve. So why? Are the, uh, is it purposeful to eliminate some of the population? I mean, these are just questions that I have in my mind because the people at the top, they're pretty smart. 
but they're putting together these policies that are very conflicting if you're really wanting to save lives. Another result, he continues, of the lockdowns is that people stopped bringing their children in for immunizations against diseases like diphtheria, uh, pertussis, or aka whooping cough, cough, and polio because they had been led to fear COVID more than they feared these more deadly diseases. This wasn't only true in the U.S. 80 million uh, people, children, excuse me, worldwide are now at risk of these diseases. We had more substantial progress in slowing them down, but now they are going to come back. Large number of Americans, even though they had cancer and needed chemotherapy, didn't come in for treatment because they were more afraid of COVID than cancer. Others have skipped recommending cancer screenings. We're going going to see a rise in cancer and cancer death rates as a consequence. Indeed, this is already starting to show up in the data. We're also going to see a higher number of deaths from diabetes due to people missing their diabetic monitoring. Just a little bit more. Mental health problems are in a way the most shocking thing. In June of this year, a CDC uh, survey found that one in four young adults between 18 and 24 has seriously committed suicide, uh, considered suicide, excuse me. One in four, that's 25% of adults between 18 and 24 have seriously considered suicide. That's a quarter of the people in the age group. Human beings are not, after all, designed to live alone. We are meant to be in company with one another. It is unsurprising that the lockdowns have had the psychological effects that they've had, especially among young adults and children who have been denied much needed attention. In effect, what we've been doing is requiring young people to bear the burden of controlling a disease from which they face little to no risk. This is entirely backward from the right approach. You consider those words coming from this well-respected doctor out of Stanford University. And then you look at uh, what you, in New York, you take people who are infected with COVID, then you put them into convalescent uh, centers and you have this rising death rate that happened under Como, who Como now has received some awards for how well he handled everything. Listen, this is just so bizarre what is happening. And children who are not dying from COVID, in fact, the influenza death rate among children far, far, far exceeds that of coronavirus. And yet children are told you can't go to school when they desperately need to be going to school. And now we have this mental breakdown and emotional challenges going on with children. It's just alarming to hear. You talk to teachers and you find out what's going on with kids in their class. So what in the world is really going on? Uh, Elon Musk is powerless against this thing. Uh, you consider the words of Revelation 13, when the Antichrist comes into power, who can make war with him? Who's going to be able to escape this trap of Antichrist, this trap of Satan? And it seems like that trap is being laid out right now. Listen, I'm going to give you a little bit of encouragement because the Bible tells us this, that there is coming a time, First Thessalonians, chapter 4, for the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. And then those who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. (coughs) Thus, 
we shall all be with the Lord while wow, that trumpet's going to sound. And there's going to be this catching up of a generation of people who trusted in the Lord before the tribulation begins. That's what the Bible teaches. First Thessalonians chapter four, verse 17 tells us about this. Then we who are alive and remain will be caught up together uh, to meet the Lord in there at the sound of that trumpet. That is talking about what's commonly referred to as the rapture. It's going to be a generation of believers who are going to be caught up to meet the Lord in the air before the tribulation begins. How do we know that? Because then the Bible goes on and says, therefore, comfort one another with these words. Listen, we comfort one another with the truth of his word as we see everything developing the way that it is. As we're looking at going into Thanksgiving right now and you think, man, this world has absolutely gone mad. Comfort one another with these words. But then I want you to understand this. The Bible goes on and says this, but concerning the times and seasons, brethren, you have no need that I should write to you. For you know you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes in the, as a thief in the night. For when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they shall not escape. So what's that saying in the context? There's a catching up of believers to meet the Lord in the air. We comfort one another with that teaching. And then he says this, Paul the Apostle says, you have no need that I should write to you. You understand the, the times and the seasons. You can tell, you can look at the signs of things that are going on and you know perfectly well that so, so comes as a thief in the night and when they say peace and safety then sudden destructions and they shall not escape. Who's they? Those that do not trust in the Lord. Those that are not believing in the Lord. Listen, I look at everything that's going on in this world right now. It looks like there's no way out of this. We are absolutely trapped by this stuff going on. So much so that Elon Musk says, what in the world is going on with all of this stuff? We have schools that are shut down. Uh, we have, the death rates are not anywhere near what we are told. We are locking up people in their homes. We're told, you can't celebrate Thanksgiving. And yet the leaders who are telling us these things, they're out doing whatever they want to do. They're not wearing masks when they're going out. They're not doing all that stuff. So they're shutting down businesses. People's businesses are being collapsed. The suicide rate is going up. Mental illness is going up. What is really going on? You look at this and you go, this is so strange. Listen, can anybody escape this? Yeah, by trusting in the Lord Jesus Christ. We'll be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. But then the time is coming when the tribulation itself will begin. And if you have not been caught up to meet the Lord in the air, this tells us when that day starts, no one will be able to escape that. Listen, I look at everything that's happening right now. It's just a warning about what is coming. There's nobody in the world that's getting, that's getting around this balagon that we are currently in. But by trusting in the Lord Jesus Christ, there's great comfort. There is great hope. We know that we are going home to be with the Lord. There is a tribulation period that is coming. I don't want to be here for that. I'm guessing that you don't want to be here for that either. Listen, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, then the tribulation that's coming is, is not going to be pleasant. In fact, what's going on in the world right now is just a preview of coming attractions. It's like the trailer for a movie and things are going to get much worse. That's not pleasant to hear, but I I know what the Bible tells us. It gives us signs so we won't be caught unaware, so that we can know, we can understand the times and seasons. Listen, these things are only going to increase and it'll end up being exactly as the Bible says. If you haven't trusted in the Lord, nobody will be able to escape what is coming. If you want to know the Lord, you want to know that you're forgiven of your sins because our biggest problem is sin. 
The Bible tells us all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. If you want to know that you are forgiven of your sin, then ask Christ to forgive you of your sins right now and repent of your sin. What does repent means? It means to turn from your sin and surrender to Christ. It's to make a U-turn on your life and say, Lord, I want you. I don't get what in the world is going on, but I want to be forgiven of my sin. I repent of my sin right now. I'm going to live for you the rest of the days of my life. Listen, if you pray that, you can do it right where you're sitting right now. And if you mean it, then Jesus Christ will forgive you. Listen, he gives us hope. He gives us purpose. He gives us the strength that we need to press forward. He also gives us the understanding to know what in the world is going on. Listen, until next time, I'm trusting that you're going to have a happy Thanksgiving. I know I'm going to be celebrating it with as many people as I possibly can probably even breaking the curfew law here or whatever it is. I don't know if it's a law, the curfew suggestion here in California. Uh, listen, until next time, if we're not caught up yet to meet the Lord in the air, have a happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening and being a part of this week's podcast. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our website, hopeforourtimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date on the times we're living in. If you'd like to see the video version of this week's podcast, you can find us at Hope For Our Times on YouTube. God bless, and we'll talk to you next time.